0: If you've been with a narcissist before, you probably got to the place where you feel a little uncomfortable that it seems like they take a little bit too much possessiveness over you. Maybe the idea of being possessive about what you wear, what you eat, where you go, how you look to other people, how you talk to other people, the the people that you interact with. Maybe you're interacting with other people too much. You're being too flirty with this person. You're, You're spending too much time with your family, all different types of things. And it comes down to the fact of like, you're like, wait a second. Like I thought this was a relationship that goes back and forth, not a ownership. And a lot of times we'll see narcissists when they're with other people that they view that control and that ownership being something that hey i am the one that's supposed to control you i'm the one that owns you if you guys are new here my name is ben taylor i'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness growth healing and change We do that on multiple different platforms, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all under Raw Motivations. So if you don't follow on any of those platforms, check us out under Raw Motivations. We'd love to have you part of the community there. We're developing an elite community to help people accelerate their healing and their growth. And that's actually the NARC app. You can download it at NARCapp.com, N-A-R-C-A-P-P, NARCapp.com, stands for Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. It's a community of people that have been through the same shit as you, and they're working on themselves to grow, heal, and change with engaging with the weekly lives, the daily like tracking, the assignments, the journaling, the courses, the monthly group coaching calls where we bring people in to help encourage you as you move forward, a lot of people that are in there to try to help you heal, grow, and change. You can go in and you can work inside the communities. You can get advice. You can interact with other people. You can develop focus groups to help you move forward in different aspects and help you progress. It's one of the things that we want to develop and dive into more and more as we keep developing the app to be a positive and a huge community for your healing, growth, and change. So check that out. If you want to engage with myself, I would love to talk to you sometime. Go to rawmotivations.com. Click on one-on-ones. Would love to interact, help you out. Two things, then we'll jump right in. Last thing, uh, two things. One is uh, from fantasy to reality. If you haven't had a chance to be able to check out this new journal, just popped up um, a couple days ago or a couple months ago. And what we have there is you can actually get it from amazon.com, from fantasy to reality. What it is, it's a journal for after the toxic relationship or even if you're in the toxic relationship to help mentally process and journal out the things that are confusing. It's got over hundred prompts in there to help ask you questions, to walk you through that system. So it's not just a blank book. Okay, it's got stuff in it for you to actually be able to work through. A lot of people have been having some really positive feedback saying that it's helping them think and prompt them. Uh, Last, real quick, if you want to hear the wife's perspective, go to Trauma, Drama, and Life podcast on Apple Podcasts to be able to hear the wife's perspective and how we cope through life now. All right, anyways, jumping in, we've got the narcissist owns you, right? So, the narcissist, after the relationship, let's say they get into a new supply and they end up coming back. And you're like, why in the world would they come back when they've already got with someone else? Like, it doesn't make sense. I thought they were finally done. I thought they discarded me. I thought they moved on. Why would they actually come back? Well, it comes down to the fact that the narcissist thinks that they own you, okay? Maybe you've seen this inside the relationship at times of the narcissist getting upset that you didn't bow down to their wishes or that you didn't do exactly what they wanted you to do or you didn't meet their demands or things like that. Like, there's that entitlement piece that a lot of times is there because... They think that they own you. You see, when we talk about entitlement, a lot of narcissists, we have ego, entitlement, enviousness, lack of empathy, a lot of different things. But when we talk about entitlement, it's the idea that I want something, I want what I want, when I want it, and as soon as I want it. So a lot of times it's like, I expect you to bow down and give me what I want instantly. And when you don't do that, it starts to switch in the mind. The black and white thinking of like, you didn't give me what I want. So therefore, you're a bad person, so therefore you don't match up. So therefore you don't fit the idea that I have of ideal love that you're gonna be the best person for me, now you're the worst person for me, that kind of thing. So narcissists a lot of times are entitled. Maybe you've heard the the quote or the idea about with great responsibility comes great power. said that backwards with great power comes great responsibility okay because that's what a narcissist actually thinks and what they actually want they want all the power but they don't want the responsibility because they start to think that all the power means they have all the freedom to do whatever they want they have the freedom to treat you how they want they have the freedom to do whatever they want but they don't take the responsibility or the accountability of their actions and so a lot of times we'll see people that struggle with this of like, wait a second, they they said they loved, they said they cared. Well, they didn't demonstrate it and they didn't take responsibility for the crappy things that they did to you. So when we're talking about narcissists owning you, you might have seen the video that I've done before about the narcissist calls you a toaster, the narcissist thinks you're a toaster. Okay, basically the short snippet of that is the idea of you go downstairs, you get ready to make your toast and you get ready to... Put the bread in the toaster, and the toaster looks back at you and says, no, I'm not toasting your toast. And you're just like, what the heck? Like, you're meant to do that. Like, that is your purpose to toast my bread. Like, why won't you do that? And, you know, I mean, obviously, the narcissist, I mean, the, the toaster's not talking, but that's the concept of it looks back at you and It's like, no, I'm not going to do it. When you stand up to a narcissist, you are being like that sassy toaster that's not going to bend down to their wishes and say, I'm not going to do what you want me to do anymore. That's what the narcissist is actually looking at from their side of like, I can't believe that you just disrespected me that way and you just said no when I'm entitled to you. This oftentimes goes even into the aspect of marital coercion, which a lot of people don't like to hear about and a lot of people don't like to talk about where the narcissist, where the partner in the relationships thinks that they're entitled to another person or they think they're entitled to another person's body. To be able to get sex whenever they want it. To be able to know and understand that they own you. So as a result, you owe them whatever they want, which is not true. In that toast illustration, the narcissist thinks, hey, I'm in charge of you. Don't you dare respond negatively to me. This is why a lot of times you'll see them rage out when you disrespect them. They'll rage out when you tell other people. They'll rage out when you show anyone else and them that you're not subservient to their wishes, demands, and desires. You see, a narcissist thinks that they own you even if they're not in the relationship with you and they move on to someone else. Because the idea is they want to be able to come back into your life, be able to tap you as a resource, emotionally, mentally, physically, whatever it might be, and be able to use you for a period of time and then go do whatever they want. A narcissist would be like the idea of having a bunch of toys on the shelf that you can pull down, play with for a period of time, and then put back on the shelf. But it doesn't matter if they have thousands of them, they still need to be on the shelf so the narcissist can access them at any given time. This is why a lot of times you'll have a narcissist in a relationship, but also someone that they're cheating with, and also someone in the wings ready to take anyone's spot, depending on how bad things fall out. Because a lot of times a narcissist needs and wants to have another person in their life at all times. This is why a lot of times people think, maybe I can be friends after I've been dating a narcissist. Well, it doesn't really work that way because they don't really separate or give up on the fact that you are theirs. So as a result, they still think even after you've broken it off, it doesn't really matter. You're still connected to me. I still own you. I still control you. So you'll see after you leave, after they leave, whatever it might be, that they still try to control you after you're gone. They still try to control who you date, who you're around, what you're doing, why aren't you responding. All these different types of things, after the relationship is broken up, they'll still try to control you. So a couple things. How do you take back your power from a narcissist? How do you take back your power from someone who thinks that they own you? Okay, five things real quick. First, know that it's a game. It is a game with the narcissist to control, to manipulate you, and that ownership piece. First off, you have to acknowledge that it's a game, and you have to take a step back and understand, hey, if you're going to play at their game, you're going to lose. The way that you can win the game is by not playing the game. Otherwise, you're going to get locked into something that you're not ready for and that you're not signing on for. So know first off that it is a game. Understand, acknowledge it. Start to view it from the whole circle to understand, hey, this is something that they're playing, to make sure that they continue that ownership over me. Second thing is you determine the weight of their words. A lot of times people put a lot of weight on the words that a narcissist is saying, but it's coming from them, it's not coming from you. You're the one that attributes the weight on the words. A lot of times you use illustration, let's say you're walking down the street, someone walks up to you and starts speaking in a completely different language, you have no clue what they're talking about. Then they walk away and you're just kinda like, okay, like that was weird. But you don't know that while they were talking to you they were like cussing you out and calling you the worst things ever but you don't know that because you don't understand the words that they're saying because at the end of the day the weight is not on the words being given the weight is on the words that you're receiving and so when you decide hey i'm not going to receive that toxicity i'm not going to receive the words from that person instead i'm going to put the right amount of weight on it which is a lot of times no weight coming from a narcissist being like hey you're coming from an awful toxic place, I'm not really going to believe you. I'm not really going to put weight to the words. Okay, number three, you control their access to you. A lot of times people think like, no, we're married or we're dating or something like that. So that means they they do they should have access to me. No, like you control another person's access to you. Those are boundaries. When you set boundaries in your life, those boundaries are for you. They're not for anyone else. They're for you to be able to say, this is the level, this is the amount of shit that I'm going to put up with before I do X, Y, and Z, before I leave, before I walk, before I remove myself from the room, like whatever it might be. Number four, know your worth. No one owns you. A narcissist will make you think that you are theirs. A narcissist will make you think that there's no other option. A narcissist will make you think that you are owned by them. No one owns you. But you can't break free out of that, out of that mindset until you actually know your worth, until you actually know that that person there no longer defines who you are, no longer defines your worth. That's why I try to work with a lot of people to define and get down below the surface of actually who you are and develop a sense of self because so many people are lacking that on a day to day basis. All right, number five, have boundaries and grow. In order to take back your power, you have to grow yourself, and you also have to have boundaries. You have to make sure that the direction you're going, no one's going to pull you off to the side. No one's going to misalign you, bring you're going to say, no, I'm staying straight on this, regardless of what this person thinks, regardless of what this person says, regardless of what this person is going to do, I'm going to stay straight on the path that I know is right, or that I know that I want to go towards, and not let another person pull me aside, take me off, because at the end of the day, you need to know your worth, and that person does not own you.